Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, hello there, all you beautiful people. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wool Dog, sitting with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. Sorry for Friday's episode when we didn't have video. <laughs> I'm frozen, man. And Kyle, the coach, Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i'm not gonna apologize because it wasn't my fault no it was still dude <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now my dad has texted me twice on that episode alone just because of that story that story is <laughs> yeah the best i will we might yeah. need to and i might need to do like a south park style animation <laughs> just like clip out and just like do a tell a whole story just a little paw patrol it it might be pretty worth it. fun it's gonna go down in my my forever like memory book as yeah. it should yeah. If you and that goes to say, if you haven't listened to Friday's episode and you don't have a lot of time, just listen Do to the first a ten minutes, first ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, at, worth at the very least, it's one of the best stories we've ever had on this show, and you will not regret it. <laughs> you will not regret it, uh, especially during this off season when there's not a lot going on, folks. Uh, there's a few little stories we'll talk about here, and uh, we've always got a bolt insight and a very special fan focus. Uh, but looking around the news. Not a lot going on. There's a lot of just uh, kind of hearsay, some conjecture, some maybe, some what ifs, and a lot of big one. A lot of waiting for the combine. That's pretty much That's everyone, yeah. what everyone's doing. Yeah. Waiting and for free the agencies coming up on agency. us quick too. Yeah, yeah. We want, we're we're I, we're refreshing every day to see something, <laughs> some hot little tidbit of news. Yeah. And uh, the, really, the only stuff we've got right now is there is this rumor going around, and Charger fans talked about this happening and so it's not a surprise to necessarily see it but there is uh at least now sources 
that tell Tony Pauline uh, that the Chargers are a team to watch if Devontae Adams hits the free agent market. Um, so they said, I'm told Los Angeles Chargers who are under the cap a little more than $58 million are another team to watch. The Chargers will be paying veteran Keenan Allen a projected $19 million in 2022. However, wide receiver two Mike Williams is set to hit free agency. Adams would be an upgrade and gives Justin Herbert a lethal weapon. What do you guys think? Don't you can't say zero. What are the what are the what percentage chance do you think there is of Devontae Adams being a charger next year? I'll give it ten. Can't say zero. I'll go ten. How much? Ten? Ten. Um Justin Herbert's number. It's easy. I'll say (laughs) just always on the tip of your tongue. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'll say just a little below fifty. I'll say forty nine. Oh, you have a good feeling. So I don't know. I I think it's interesting. And I think it's a good topic of conversation. Like how the the statement of Adams being an upgrade over Mike Williams. Yeah. Do we really feel that, you know, because we've been talking about it as far as like Mike Williams working with Justin Herbert, getting the familiarity with him and everything like that. Is Devontae Adams really that big? Is he that big of an upgrade? I should say. Yeah. 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 He's Is the best it? receiver okay. in the league, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think you have two of the top... If you have Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams, you have two of the top five receivers in all of the NFL. How do you cover those two? Like, how do you do that? Well, you can't, but it's... I just... Our roster does not need that. Like, right. we are. We had a top 10 offense already, and I think even if you lose Mike and Palmer, who we had... Who was perfect on contested catches last year. 100%. Was, even I if you that. slot him... Yeah, that. if you slot him as a wide receiver, too... You draft a little shifty guy, and you don't. I mean, second round. It, I know a lot. A lot of mocks right now have Chris Olave from Ohio State, who's a San Diego kid, coming mm. to potentially coming to us. Which he's kind of like a Keenan Allen, a great route runner, get open underneath. Um, and then you have Palmer to be able to go get that deep ball here and there. Um, I don't know. I just I think that that's a good enough to be a really good offense. If you put Devontae Adams, you have a Madden. You have like a Madden offense where you just <laughs> yeah. throw the ball every single play and doesn't matter. You know, and then you it could, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times the opposing team scores because you're going to put up 50 every yeah, game. That, I mean, you could go, you could put, you could splash the pot, put all the chips in on we're just going to score 50 a game. Hopefully yeah. we can hold them to 48. Mm-hmm. That that could be the strategy. <laughs> I, I don't see that being a Coach Staley philosophy. And we know that our GM does not go all in on big. I mean, except for last year, we, pay, we made Corey Lindsay the number one paid center in the league. But right. outside of that, we don't do these kinds of signings. Right. This is like the opposite. This is like the the last thing I would think that Telesco would do because, you know, but discount he's an Tommy. He is as an ninja. As you he might don't go think he's going to do it. He's str- you never know. Throws that ninja yeah. star right in your neck. Sure. Right in the right in the jugular and just bleeding everywhere (laughs) i mean i and i wonder how much uh of an influence that like the ownership might have if dean spanos is like look i don't care how many coupons you've saved up there tommy boy i need (laughs) you to go get time to cash this wide receiver we got to freaking win a super bowl here yeah i don't know i I think it's interesting i think uh given the amount of cat space that the chargers have it's certainly possible to get. I think it's all going to be contingent on what happens with Rodgers because Rodgers is talking about possibly either playing with a different team. I right. know Devontae likes playing with Rodgers. So if Rodgers stays in Green Bay, I think it's yeah. a good chance Maybe Devontae stays. stays there. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, a lot that's that the needs thing. to happen. If he hits it, if he hits free agency, I th- exactly. Maybe, but it, it's so funny when they post this stuff like sources. 
Who's your source? Is it the UPS guy yeah. that delivered a package? Like, who, what's is the source? Devontae Adams. <laughs> is it, is it Devontae's agent chat? who's trying? <laughs> yeah. Devontae's agent trying to stir up more money for Don't, him? Sure. Don't no, show like, my face. You never Don't know. show my face. I'm a source. Yeah. I'm a source. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think, I think there's a good chance. I, I wouldn't say more than 50%, though. I, no. I would say, I, I would I'd go say 10 to seven. 10 to 20. <laughs> seven to ten. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you can't 7%. say zero. No. Um, we'll see what happens. There's a lot that still needs to go on, but yeah, we this is it's that part of the year, folks, where we are just yeah. grasping at straws of whatever news possibility but might happen. The problem he might not want to come because he he's going to want to be number seventeen, and that shit's going to get retired real soon. Yeah, that won't happen. You're not going to get to wear number seventeen. Um, no it's a weird wide receiver number, anyways. Yeah, don't like it. Don't now like that it. he can be single digit, maybe he had like a single digit number that he really liked and he had to be 17 in the NFL. Yeah, maybe there was a college number that uh, yeah, means more to him. Um, all right. Well, this also came out and I wouldn't necessarily say that this was news, but it was. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar it was. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, our own Justin Herbert hit himself a hole in one on hole 16. And Keenan Allen was there to witness golf it. Clap. Called him golf a legend. Clap. Yeah, golf clap. Got to give him the golf clap. Absolutely. Um, Keenan Allen, bruh, Jay Herbo just hit a hole in one. And uh, <laughs> what, was just, the, I, what did he say I when think, he pulled the ball out? He's like, oh, oh this yeah, one's that's mine. mine. Oh, that looks oh, like yeah. mine. Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> yeah. is, that is going to be like a gif or some kind of, that's going to be, It'll be a meme. all over yeah. the place. Oh, yeah. our social um, media team is going to run with it for absolutely. sure. Oh, yeah. It's like when he's pulling, it's like whoever gets drafted first, if it's like a wide receiver, he's going to, it's going to be there. Oh, this one's he mine. Pulls yeah. that. Oh, this one's, this one's <laughs> mine. This one's mine. <laughs> that appears, no, they don't do that. We're that definitely to be doing that. Yeah, We're this doing one appears that. to be mine. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's just cool that Keenan Allen, like, they're still playing golf together in the offseason. Sure. You know, like, they're just buddies. They just yeah. go out and play golf together and living in LA. And um, he's like, dang, that's crazy. My quarterback's. Let's get Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes did play golf. That's when he had his famous quote. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll see it when believe I believe it. it when I see it. Or, yeah. I'll yeah. see it when I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where it fell apart. Right? That was it. Yeah. So our, our quarterback hits hole in ones. Theirs loses brain function. I think on the that's what needs to happen. I think there needs TikToks. to be a head to head golf the match. So they've between. been doing these. They've been doing these matches where they pair up like a PGA legend with like a celebrity mm-hmm. and they like Steph Curry played with like Phil Mickelson and Barkley played with somebody or so, something like that. They should do <laughs> Mahomes with, with like, um, tiger and, and, uh, who, who, who would Justin be paired up with? I don't, I don't even know. Like, um, Adam McElroy. McElroy or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, somebody short, somebody short. So it would be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Show the offset. So, um, yeah, so congrats, Herbo, on uh, hitting yourself a hole-in-one. That's uh, a big no easy feat. Good for you. Yeah. Just break more proud records. <laughs> We're proud all proud of you here at the Charger Chat. Um, all right, well, that's pretty much all the news here, folks. So if you feel like it, go on over to ChargerChat.com and check out some of the sweet stuff we've got over there. Uh, we've got some great shirts and hoodies and stickers, and we've got a member section where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and even ask questions and Ask Bolt Fam, which we'll have later this episode. But now, folks, it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight, and it may or may not be another Charger player. Former Charger. 
player oh, Brian Let's go. with alumni Fris Fairston. Alum. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super pumped to have former Charger offensive lineman Chris Hairston. What is going on, Chris? Hey, how you doing, man? Nothing much. Just maintaining and chilling. Awesome, man. Well, we're so pumped to meet you and so excited to have former players on the show. It's like our favorite thing. So um want to kick it off. First thing for you, you know, being an offensive lineman, you don't get the, you know, the praise and the glory, if you will, of other position groups, you know, and, you know, it's more the other way where people more want to point out what you did wrong as opposed to praising what you did right. So, you know, with all that being said, what was it about playing football and playing offensive linemen that really, you know, got you excited? Um, I mean, mostly uh, pushing people around is kind of the fun part. You know what I mean? If you don't really take a joy in that, offensive line can get kind of boring. It can get kind of tedious. It can get uh, a little isolating because just like you said, you know, you kind of really hyper-focused that on when you give up that sack, you know, have a false start. But outside of that, it's pretty pretty quiet. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty fun pushing people around, you know? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, pl- I played, I don't wear near your level. I played a uh, offensive line in high school. And all I remember is just the footwork drills. We just drilled it so yeah. much. It's just like, oh my God, when is this going to be over? Definitely, man. It's like a little dance you got to learn. And, you know, the whole time you play offensive line, that's like the same thing we do with practice. Like, that dr- those drills last forever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I still am doing them in my my sleep, and it's like been like yeah. 20, 20 years. Um, <laughs> so you know, we know back in um, twenty seventeen, you you had to step away from the from the Chargers. How how are you doing? How's your health? How's everything going? Well, everything's been been really good. Um, you know, things got better. Uh, you know, I had to find you know the help I needed for all that. I had a blood clot to my lungs reoccurring. Happened twice, so it was kind of like a, you know, you get, the first time it happened, it was like, I don't know if we'll let you back. And then the second time it happened, it was more so, you know, you're done. Go ahead and chalk it up. But, you know, I enjoyed my time. I uh, learned a lot. I grew. And, you know, I'm kind of thankful for it, blessed. The way it worked out was, you know, for me. And it's just kind of my story. No, for sure, man. And, and it was, you know, it was exciting to watch you play. And it was kind of interesting because you got to be a little, you got to be a San Diego Charger and a Los Angeles Charger. Yeah. You got a little bit of both worlds. And we saw, I saw a post a while back where you kind of thanked everybody for for the time in San Diego. So what was it like for you? Because from pa- fans' perspective, it's kind of different because I don't live in San Diego anymore. My family does. So it wasn't as it doesn't hurt as much. What did you kind of see as a player, you know, with the community and everything going from San Diego to Los Angeles? Uh, I mean, it sucked as a player, definitely, but, you know, it was kind of the job I had to do. And once boss man says we're packing up, moving out, you know, you kind of get with the program pretty quickly. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I did a lot of stuff in the community. I was able to talk to a lot of people and reach out during that kind of period of, you know, moving out, moving from San Diego to L.A., and I was able to make a lot of good connections. Uh, I was able to, you know, talk to a lot of the kids that grew up, you know, in San Diego, a lot of the adults that grew up with Chargers as their team. And uh, it was a, it was a special moment for me. Uh, I was able to, you know, kind of see the blessings in it. 
even though it was a tough time, even though it kind of sucks, still does in my mind. You know, I kind of, when I was introduced into the Chargers uh, organization and we was in San Diego and that kind of, that that moment, that time will always be a special moment in time for me. So, you know, I still look back on it as a good, a positive part of my life. But at the same time, you know, it, it did suck during it. It was it was, t- it was definitely harder for some fans other, uh, than than others, and there's a whole bunch of n- new fans that are coming to the table now, being in LA. So it's kind of an interesting time to be a Charger fan. It's it's cool to see like the young young kids coming up that are like, oh, awesome, Justin Herbert, Chargers, let's go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want and just to go off on that, talk about some of our newer players. You know, you played almost every position on the line. Um, so you're you're very qualified to talk on this. Like, you know, what are your thoughts on our new um, left tackle, Rashawn Slater? You know, stepping in and like right away performing the way he did. You know, what are your thoughts on him? Man, I mean, he's phenomenal. I mean, you see it game in, game out. He comes out with a consistent, consistent game, locking up some of the best wrestlers in the game. And I mean, he's 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 going to be a dominant lineman for a long time. They may as well re-sign him now. You know, I'm, <laughs> as soon as he got drafted, I, I kind of knew what it was because uh, I saw his film. His film from college is, is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's next-level stuff. He's he's doing techniques. He's trying different things at tackle and pass rushing and pass pro that you don't see a lot of guys at that age even attempt to do. And he was able to do it with a smooth, athletic kind of ability that made it look easy. You know, he took able to being able to translate that directly into the game as soon as you get there. Like, but I think it was like the first two or three weeks. I can't remember what the first game I got to see because I missed a couple of the early games in the year. Uh, I got to watch like a full drive of him, and I was like, oh, yeah, he, he's going to be here for at least the next 15, 20 years. I mean, as long as he wants his body holds up, as long as, you know, I mean, the game looks slow for him. So it's, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's just impressive. That's exciting, yeah. And you know, he's he protects uh Justin Herbert and you protect protected one of the Charger favorites, uh Philip Rivers. So what was it like for you playing with Phil? And do you have any any cool like memories of, of playing with Phil Rivers? Uh my my favorite memory just playing with Phil is just kind of seeing how much he appreciated the game. I know it sounds kind of how do I say it? it sounds kind of corny to say that. But, like, it, it, if you knew Phil, if you watch Phil, if you're a big fan, you know what I mean when I say that because he takes it to another level. The level of commitment is inspiring. Uh, he cares, and caring for me means a whole lot. So, like, anytime he was able to, like, show his appreciation for the guys around him, he, he was never slow to do that. Anytime, you know, you had – you know, a hard drive coming up. You you can see it in his eyes, seeing the fire in him. That matters. That that makes a difference. And it's not even the behavioral aspect of like how he carried himself. It was more so the the time he put in, the the way we went through film, the care you take for you know just the daily tasks. They they turn into something that matter later on down the line. That's that little bit of something kind of connects you forever. Yeah, Phil's the man. And I got to ask, did you get a chance to go inside that specialty limo van setup he had that he was driving San Diego to L.A. all the time? No, nah, nah, I never got to go in, but I definitely would like, you know, check it out if they if he was getting in the car and I was going out to the parking lot at the same time. It was like I like walk by and just kind of, yeah. 
Yes, it was cool, man. He had a full-out deal in there, man. He had it going. And, like, to even commit, you know, all those resources and to making sure you can get that extra hour of film, man, every morning and every morning compounding that on top of each other. I mean, that's a week's worth of game planning that, you know, a lot of guys lose. Well, a lot of guys wouldn't even think to, you know, take advantage of it mattered to him that much. You know, you know, the story is what it is, man. That that limo man will live on forever in history. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, and it's a, it's exciting to be a Charger fan because we went from Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert, and the guy is just out of his mind. Um, what are your thoughts on seeing Justin Herbert and his kind of play for the Chargers these last couple of years? The dude is amazing. Um you saw in his uh, college film that he had a lot of he he made a lot of the throws that took a little bit of you know, a little bit of nuggets to make. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. You know, bringing that right to the league and not being afraid to make those same attempts. To uh, my wife was leaving out. I had to wait. Oh, you good? <laughs> But seeing him come into the league and be able to make those same attempts with, you know, limited practice, limited kind of as much as you do are able to get with the wideouts and, you know, create that chemistry. As a rookie, you really don't have the kind of time it really mad that takes to create that chemistry. And he was still able to, you know, attempt it. Like he didn't have the he didn't have anything holding him back mentally which is huge at quarterback being able to just let it rip. He has all of that in him. And, you know, that can take you, that can take you as far as you let it. Yeah. It's exciting. He hasn't had the same offensive coordinator in like his whole college or NFL career. So him doing the next year in this new system, even doing even better. It's, it's, it's promising. It's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I mean, that, that transition picking him up right after Phil, that, that was probably the smoothest, you know, generational quarterback to generational quarterback transition. I think the NFL has seen in a long time. Yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. It's exciting as us fans because, like, I still got my Phil uh, jersey on the wall. I'm not like it's so fresh, it's so new, and yeah, yeah, we got yeah, Justin now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and I wanted to pick your brain because you were on the team at a, a kind of a unique time um, at the end of the McCoy kind of coaching mm-hmm. staff, and it's and it's been interesting because there's been a few players that have come out of that regime, like in 2016, 2017, like Weddle and Slauson, that didn't really have the the best things to say about the organization, you know, when they left, and and the, the, even more drama came up recently with Weddle, and he had some things to say on at the Super Bowl. So, like, you know, what was your experience like as a Charger, and like, where do you think some of that might have come from? Um, with any organization that's competing at a level like that, whether it be a, you know sports organization, a tech org, finance, whatever, whatever, you're gonna have some of those sentiments come up. Because that's just the nature of the beast. And also, uh, you know, they they were probably more prominent players than I myself was. So, I, you know, the obscurity of being a backup office lineman kind of protected me from a lot of the things that created those sentiments with those guys. And, uh, you know, I can't say that those things aren't true. I can't say I wouldn't back them up on those things. But me personally, I wasn't able, I didn't have that kind of a relationship or uh, I guess experience with the word. 
yeah, so it was you know interesting time, and you know not everyone's going to be happy. Not all the fans are happy. We moved to San Diego. It's just not not everyone's going to be happy all the time. So um, I want to get you out of here on this. Whenever we have a player on, we like to ask them. You know, fandom can be crazy. It can be all over the place. You know, whether in college at Clemson or you know at, you know as a Charger or a Bill, what is one of the craziest fan experiences you've had? Somebody saying something to you or something crazy that's happened. It's probably Buffalo. It's probably Buffalo, they, that fandom. I mean, they do it, you know, 100% all year round. But Bill's Mafia really represents for the team. And, you know, I was back, I think it was in 2011 or 12, I got hurt. And um, I decided, man, I'm going to go to one of these tailgates because, you know, you hear all about <laughs> it. And I'm a backup alumni. Like, that's something I kind of take a lot of pride in and that also gives me a bit of anonymity as I kind of move around even though I'm a real big black guy in Buffalo on Sunday it's like oh he might be able to play yeah you know some decent shape back then it's like oh he might be able to play and I still was able to kind of navigate without having to deal with that and I was able to see like people squirt ketchup mustard on each other <laughs> yeah people jumping through the tables there's a dude jumped off of a house onto like a table so i got being able to like be in there and see it firsthand that was the craziest fan experience i had you know and then man clemson is bar none you know they, those fans are wild and then in san diego the fans the fans in san diego are really personal uh, they, they're not afraid to come up and talk to you. They're not afraid, which I appreciate. Like, like yeah. I was able to meet some fans and I, I would always see them, you know, getting autographs at camp. It'd be like the same kind of group of people. And then you kind of build a relationship with those guys, whether, you know, however shallow that relationship gets to be in the five to 10 minutes, you may see them in that time. It's still, it kind of matters. And uh, making those connections was always fun. That was probably like, seeing the personal nature of how a lot of San Diego fans, you know, really took the game and really took fandom. That was, that was crazy. Also, like it was really eye open. I really appreciate that time. I love it, man. And, uh, we really appreciate your time, uh, Chris, it was so great meeting you and, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get you back on at some point in the future and, uh, you know, maybe during the season and see what, see what your thoughts are on the bolts as they, uh, go into next season. Definitely. All right, man. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Well, good to know we've got a quarterback that's got some nuggets, huh, guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so nuggets. good. That's yeah. awesome. Chris, thank you so much for coming on and, and yeah. chatting with us. It's It blows my hair back that we can still, that we're getting these Charger players to come on yeah. and, and chat with us. That is so cool. And I love talking yeah. with former players, too, because it's just a different insight. You know, different. They're not in the the crazy whirlwind that is our team right now. They have some perspective look, you know, on the outside looking back in. So, right. Um, and they don't have really, to, they don't have yeah. to hold punches. They don't have to hold back punches. Cause yeah. it's not as if it's their current employer and there's anything really like that. They're, unless they're trying to go pursue uh commentating or yeah. analyst, being an analyst or anything like right. that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's all, it's just great to hear those stories. And I love the, idea, like the, he kind of hit he hit he hit it right on the head the idea of the Charger fan base versus the Bills and Clemson. Mm-hmm. We don't I I would agree from the outside looking in we don't have the rowdiest fans in the world. No, but I do think we have a very personal like you come to a Charger game as an opposing fan, 
you're you're not going to get screamed at and ran out of the stadium. You know, right. like unless and, you're a Raider fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that doesn't. Well, we beat them by like forty at home, so I didn't really have much. To, I didn't really have to do anything. Save your spit. Save your spit. Yeah, but I think that's a that's a great point. Like, I I do think that like the way that we interact with our our players and um talk about them hopefully is is a lot different than a lot of like you remember the Chiefs. Chiefs fan base, they had a rough start to the season. They were calling for people's heads oh, yeah. Yeah. instantly. Yeah. Instant. And then they turned it around and ended up deep into the playoffs winning the AFC West. Right. So it's like, I do I I appreciate that. I think he gave credit to the San Diego fan base or the Charger fan base for what what we are, like what makes us unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm really glad that he's, you know, his health concerns because he was he was lined up to That's start scary. and be yeah. Be a you know an important piece for us that that yeah. year the 2017 year first year is the LA Chargers and you know him having to step away that's just I'm glad his health is good and and he's he's yeah. doing well so Absolutely. I was just an absolute pleasure meeting him and that's awesome you know I I hope to do more and we'll bring him back on again if he has time Absolutely Chris thank you so much again for coming on um, All right Well now it's time to go on to fan focus and we've talked about this person before and apparently we've been mispronouncing her name. What is the right pronunciation there, Kev? Kea. Not Kea. Kea. Not Kea. 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 Which so, makes sense, because it's not spelt like the French. Well, where were you when we started saying it, Kyle? Where were you? <laughs> you know, I just let you do your whole thing with your um, your new Bolt fam question stuff. You just kind of go ahead and say your stuff, and I sit back and listen. There you yeah. go. All right, well, yeah. let's yeah. turn it over to Kea. Certified Kea. Certified Kea. Not certified fresh. Stay in your lane. All right, sorry. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we have Kea today. What is going on? Hello. And I apologize. So I've, been, I've been saying your name wrong the entire time. My apologies, Kea. It is a pleasure <laughs> to meet a fellow Rancho Bernardo Bronco. It's a pleasure to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love interacting with you. You do some awesome stuff. Look, we got to. There's a lot of stuff I want to get to. We got to talk about the prom, the promposal, <laughs> all that stuff. But let's kick it off first thing first. How we always do it. How did you become a Charger fan? Um, so I inherited my love for the Chargers from my dad. He is a huge Junior Seau fan because we're Pacific Islanders, and um, he actually started teaching me football when I was like seven years old. He made me memorize all the quarterbacks' names. We'd watch games um, every Sunday, like every Sunday, we'd stay home and just watch Chargers football. That's all we did. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah, it's a family thing. Same thing with us. Our dad is hardcore, so that's that's awesome. And say I was such a such an important part of that culture and just a charger. Like it's, that's amazing. So, um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about like, you know, first thing, like what, what has been your biggest like charger moment, your best charger memory so far? Okay. So for my 13th birthday, my uh, parents took me to a chargers game. Like they literally took me out of school. I was in seventh grade. Nice. Yeah. So they were like, Oh, it's a dentist appointment. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, and then it was the Chargers-Broncos game, and it was the first time they wore their Color Rush uniforms. So that was really cool. Never going to forget that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. I got We got to talk about the uh, promposal. So I <laughs> admire you because you reached out to Justin Herbert on Twitter and asked him to go to prom. What? Like, you, you are, I'm... I can't believe I'm in your presence right now. Like the, the the fact you did that is amazing. What what was your 
thought process going into asking Justin to go to prom? Well, it was my mom's idea. She just like casually suggested it. And I'm like, hey, I think I might do that. And this was in like January. So I was like, okay, I'll think about it. And then by the time February came, I was like, okay, football's kind of died down. You know, now the Super Bowl's over, stuff like that. And I went through a lot to get to this. Like I started, I made a spreadsheet. I'm not even kidding. Of, like <laughs> all the players, all their Instagram handles. So I was like, okay, I got to individually message all of them. And I tried to be like, as cute as possible like oh i'm pleased i just want to go with herbert stuff like that That's awesome. yeah and then what else did i do i made that um that graphic saying oh justin herbert my senior year would be complete if you went to prom with me yeah i made that and i shared that on twitter and then i posted it on my stories every single day and i tagged everyone like all the players I tagged Megan. Um, I even tagged his mom, like his brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, you are I determined. Yeah. <laughs> even um, like Good Morning Football, like all the sports analysts and just anyone I could think of that might, I don't know, do something about it. That's awesome. Yeah. When it didn't, he's not going to take you to prom, but the Chargers did reach out to you. So what happened with that? Oh my gosh, it's funny. I was in the library when I checked my messages, so obviously I had to be quiet, and I'm like freaking out. I opened it, and they were like, oh, can we have your address? Justin wants to send you something. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So the first thing I did was call my mom while I'm in the library, and I'm like borderline screaming. There's people at tables next to me just staring at me like, <laughs> what is her problem? yeah that's i was like amazing. the charges just messaged me <laughs> that's crazy. so yeah. so what what did you get what did they send you okay well here's the helmet oh my <laughs> let me God. show you the signature yeah wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am jealous i want to get one of those so bad i know oh but- and they wrote me the note Oh my yeah. God, that's amazing! Hope I hope it goes, goes well with your prom dress. So you have to get a, get us a picture of you wearing that with your prom dress on. We have to oh, see. We got to see that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I, hey, honestly, shooting your shot, you went for it, and you got a signed Her- Justin Herbert helmet. Like, how cool is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's it's awesome. Completely surreal. I can't believe it's right here. That's gnarly. So, all right. So, while we're on RB, my I'm an alumni from Rancho Bernardo. What do you think of the news of our new football coach, Mister Weddle, being the head coach of the Broncos? What do you think of that? I don't know how I feel about that because it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. You know, a professional football player is the head coach of the team now, but at the same time, like with his history, I'm just kind of like. I don't know how I feel about it. He had the audacity to just talk about like Tom Telesco and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, come on, but we made you. Yeah, exactly. You. That's a good I don't point. Get That's, and it'll be interesting too, because I, I think they'll have a little, a better football team. The Broncos will be better. The Rancho Bernardo Broncos, not the Denver Broncos. Don't get it yeah. twisted. People always <laughs> ask me that. Like, you're a Bronco. I'm like, technically, yes, but I'm not a Denver Bronco. So don't get mad. Yeah. That was me when I was in eighth grade. I went to Bernardo Heights, the middle school, literally across the street from RB. And my dad was like, oh, you're going to be a Bronco, like the Denver Broncos. And I'm like, please stop. (laughs) Yeah, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends, dad. Stop it. (laughs) 
Um, well, awesome. Well, let's, uh, you know, let's get you out of here on this. Like, what are you most looking forward to? We got, you know, some fun things coming up. What are you most looking forward to next season? And, you know, what do, what do you want to do? Are you going to go to more, go to some games? Like, wh- what are your plans? Um, hopefully I can go to some games. It's just hard because I'm here in San Diego and they're all the way up in LA, you know, yeah. that, um, but I definitely feel like a Super Bowl is in our future, our oh, near wow. future. I just, I don't know. I just feel it. Cause it's like every year the Chargers motto is, oh, we have, there's always next year. But like now it has a whole new meaning to it. Cause now we have Herbert and our roster is just absolutely stacked. So yeah, yeah. I just wanted to share in one of your episodes, um, you were talking about fantasy football and you drafted Sam Darnold. I did the same thing that exact week. Blew it. <laughs> so like, I, okay. We blew it together. Yeah. We blew yeah. it together. I did, went a little worse though because I also took the Panthers defense. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, that was. I couldn't drop them off my team fast enough. I was like, just get off my team. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I love it that you also play fantasy and you're diehard Charger fan. Like, we need more young fans like you to keep this trajectory <laughs> of Charger fandom rolling. So we appreciate yeah. everything you're doing, Kay. And uh, everything on Twitter, we love interacting with you. So keep. Keep those shopping carts going into the you know, where, they, where they need to go. Keep yeah. everything coming. Yeah, every time we go to the store, I'm like, oh, are we getting a cart? I'm returning it. Make sure you film it, okay? <laughs> yeah, make okay, sure you, I need the clip. I need the clip. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Kaya. Well, it was so awesome having you. It was a pleasure meeting you. And, uh, you know, definitely let's do it again in the future. And uh, let's go Chargers. It was so nice to meet you too. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Man, what a, what a story, Kaya. That Kaya. is so that is so awesome. That, <laughs> She's the best. Kaya, while we were listening to that, you wouldn't believe it, but Kevin was inspired and he's going <laughs> to tweet the Chargers to see if Justin will go to prom with him. Yeah. And I'm okay with just the helmet, so we'll see yeah. how it goes. <laughs> I, w- I wonder how many people because they want the helmet are just going to start inviting him to their prom. Yeah. So like they're going to have to hire someone old full time to send out helmets. You got to prom yeah, with go. me. Uh, Kaya, yeah. you've paved yeah. the way now for uh, <laughs> yeah. open the floodgates of uh, middle-aged right. men. Middle-aged men. Charger helmets. Oh, man. But I need to, I want to see that picture of you in your prom dress with the helmet absolutely. on. More I than can't anything. wait. Oh, so cool. I can't wait. Powder so blue dress. Oh, Let's go. God, oh, yes. powder blue dress for sure. Powder blue dress with yellow accents. Come on, <laughs> Kaya. You could rock it. Come on, Kaya. <laughs> Get those shoes with the 10 on the bottom. Let's go. Yeah. You just see you walk away with 10s. Let's go. All right. Well, have a good prom, Kay. I hope it's magical and everything you want it to be. Um, And And whoever your date is, I'm I'm sorry because you were second choice. (laughs) You were second banana, my friend. (laughs) Backup plan. Yeah, you're a backup plan. (laughs) Um, Yes. Thank thank you for coming on and chatting with my man, Kev. Yeah. Thanks. Um, And love. And yeah, like Kev said, we love interacting with you on Twitter and and seeing all of your tweets. Um, All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt fam. (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. (laughs) I wet myself in excitement. Bolt's are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. (laughs) Catch you later, dude. All right, it is Ask Bolt Fam, and we start this one off with El Guapo, who asked the question. For Ask Bolt Fam, what offense are you guys taking? All players in their prime. 
Option number one, Rivers, Eckler, Keenan, and Joyner. Option number two, Herbert, Sproles, Mike, Will, and Gates. Option number three, Fouts, LT, Allworth, and Winslow. The Fouts are good. Allworth, Winslow with LT. LT. That's but we pretty don't know crazy. What, here's the problem, though. We don't even know Herbert Prime yet. He's still in the beginning of his career. Baby Prime. What if him and right his now. Prime is just. Well, he's already beaten Charger records. Whatever records Fouts or Rivers had, he's already beat them. It is a different NFL than when it those is. guys I'm played in it, it as well. That's true. Um, yeah, like they could get like quarterbacks could get murdered, and so could uh, yeah. wide did receivers who might want to. Did you take see the freezer bowl? <laughs> yeah, true. Quarterbacks yes. were just losing their heads left and right. <laughs> yeah. Quarterbacks' heads are falling off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, all right. Well, answer the question. Tough. What do you? What do you? What do you think then? I'm I going think I would go with option two. I'd go Herbert Sproles, Mike Will, and Gates. Because I also think Mike Will is like just now entering his prime. Mm, I think he's yeah. his next two years are going to be when he's best. Yeah, that's hard Gates, though. He's Gates. Hall of Famer, best tight end of all time. And I'm and Sproles, guessing these are all in their little, prime, right? These are yeah, these all, all, said, all yeah. players in their all prime. Players yeah, in yeah. Their prime. Yeah. Yeah, right. no injuries. <laughs> that's kind of hard. Herbert loves his tight ends and him having Gates. In his prime? Yeah. In his prime? Right. With and Darren Sproles. checked down out of the backfield. Right. And yeah. Mike Will. Ah, that's Little lightning bug. That's hard. I'm going to go. <laughs> Is <laughs> it hard, Kev? That's hard. Good question. You <laughs> hurt my hard? brain. I, I don't know if I can go number one. It's toss up between <laughs> two wait, and three. Wait, wait. Last week, we had a pee in a Raider's mouth or wipe your butt with Raider jerseys, <laughs> and we answered it in a heartbeat. This one, we're like, ah. God, Oof. I don't know. Right. Minutes to really... This is actual football <laughs> yeah. stuff you're asking. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Herbert Sproles, Will Gates. I think that. I, that okay. I'm gonna. Sense. Yeah, I'm gonna go with number two as well. I, I love. It's the Gates I, factor. It, I, and I just think that Herbert's gonna end up being the best quarterback out of the three. I really do. Right. I, I mean, Herbert. Not also, yet. He hasn't done it right, yet. Not yet. Think. He hasn't done it yet, unless you count the records he's already broken. But I think the. The mobility of Herbert adds a, a definite wrinkle, especially comparatively to Rivers. Um, I don't know how mobile Fouts was in in his heyday, but uh, I can't imagine it was very. His beard much. game was strong, though. His beard game strong was strong. Game, I, yeah. I'm anxious. Strong I hope that there is a season that we get bearded Herbert because just imagine. <laughs> I'd imagine it's just <laughs> a little grace. stash, just a baby. Remember when stash. we had Visor Rivers? I want a Visor Herbert. Ooh, nice. really oh, bad. that would be scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just six foot six monster with a visor on <laughs> yeah. dark visor yes yeah. all right well there you go el guapo i think we are unanimously picking option number two herbert sproles mike will and gates so there you go thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to physical chemical 909 certified fresh <laughs> who asked the question definitely welcome why did we fire Marty Schottenheimer after we went 14 and 2? Good question. I'm still hey, trying to wrap my all, head around that. We didn't do nothing. That was AJ not our Smith. decision. AJ yeah. Smith is just has a, a has a little wee wee and got his feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah. And wanted more control. That's what happened. AJ Smith really screwed us over. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was great. I think it had something to do with he just wanted more control, I believe. And AJ yeah. Smith didn't want yeah. to give it up. He wanted to hire yeah. some people. They believe he wanted to bring his son on at some point. That wasn't that was one of the narratives. He just wanted to have more control and he kind of stood his ground. And AJ Smith was like, 
I don't think so. <laughs> and then I'm going to go talk bye. to my boss. You stupid yeah. Dad. <laughs> I suck. Dean. Can you help Dean. me? Dean. Dino. This guy's being mean. Yeah. Fire him. Sucks. His Get sucks. Can't even, can't even win in the playoffs. This yeah. Problem, Dean. 14 and 2. Those are just numbers. Yeah. Don't come at me with numbers, <laughs> Dean. Don't come at me with facts. Fire's ass. Yeah. That, those are numbers. Yeah, it, it is it is baffling no to, to look back on uh, physical chemical. I'd love to be a fly on the wall during that conversation. I can only I'd love to hear what, what Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. After yeah. he goes 14 and 2. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and, and he was a pretty beloved coach to, to yeah, throw on top of everything else. And everybody. He like, says he was like a dad. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I mean, record aside, seemed like an amazing guy. And so yeah. to, to fire and, him after that record is just baffling. And you remember the story of Hannock where like Hannock was like Absolutely. getting ready. He was yeah. just over it. Yeah. And he like showed up with his wife and took him to dinner. Like that's exactly. who Marty was. So exactly. Yeah. Still we, confused by that. We're all still confused by it. Uh, physical chemical 909. But thank you for asking the question. And welcome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Welcome. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. I'll say, I'll say, what is your favorite game in Sandra history? I was at the game. LT broke the record. F I say, I say, I f the Raiders. K love you. Bye. All right. Well, favorite game in Charger history. And kind of a, kind of a brag there, House of Hain. You were there <laughs> yeah, at that game. A little flex at the end. <laughs> yeah. Slight flex on us, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a hell of a game to be at. I mean, if. If you're gonna flex a game, yeah. that is the, the game to flex. Uh, it, in in the in the spirit of that, um, the freezer bowl was a tough one, but it was my favorite I've ever been to. Wait, you've never been? You went to the freezer bowl? <laughs> Come along on this ride. I'm I'm, I'm taking trying. Kyle. Join me on the I'm journey. Trying, I was looking lying. for a wink or yeah. something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Epic in Miami. Not <laughs> <laughs> my final um, answer. Welcome. All right. We've answered this before. Why don't we try to guess each other's? I know Have Adams. Have we? Oh. Yeah. 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 I, Adams was the Cleveland game this year. We talked about it. I don't well, know. Well, it's just favorite game in Charger trouble. history, not necessarily like favorite game you attended, oh, attended. or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just in general, hot. what's your favorite game in Charger hot. history? I mean, I would probably still say the Cleveland game just because that was a wild game. Uh, yeah. I remember a couple, I don't remember what season it was, but we beat the Bengals in the playoffs um, in the first round of the playoffs. And Kevin had, I was he was you. there, you were there week 17 and then you had to go on some trip for work, but then you flew back, you like went away <laughs> to like North Dakota or something for five days and then flew back to San <laughs> yeah, Diego just to watch it with you, just yeah. to watch the game. And we went to, we went to like a, a little barbecue sp spot and watched the game. And it was, it was just a, it was just, it was me, Kevin and my dad pretty much watching it. And we saw him beat the Bengals in the playoffs. And it was, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I, don't, right. I just, I, there's so many during my, like, it's hard because I've already said the other one, so I'll pull another one. Th nothing specific. It was just the, it's hard because it was just when you're a kid and you go to a game with your dad and it's just like, I just remember seeing Sal on the field. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing Carney. I remember seeing, you know, those guys playing. And I remember eating those amazing garlic fries at the stadium. Oh, yeah. Like, whenever I would eat those garlic oh, fries, that yeah. was, like, oh, one of my favorite yeah. games. Uh, somebody brought that up on Twitter, and it reminded me. <laughs> oh, yeah, the garlic yes. fries at Qualcomm were no joke. They were the best. You could the smell best. them the whole, throughout the whole stadium. Really it's amazing. Could. Yeah. <laughs> but th there's um, a, lot of my, a lot of recent games are my favorite, but there's something about that game where 
Rivers played. I, we didn't win, but Rivers played without an ACL. Like that's pretty magical. Sure, yeah, that's some magical shit right game. there. That's like man stuff, right? And when he threw for like 500 yards against the Packers that one time. That was sweet. When we beat the Packers at home at that little stub. We lost to the Packers and he threw for 500 at Lambeau. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I don't know if it was 400 and something, but he threw for a ridiculous amount of yards and he still lost. It was like a (laughs) type of performance, but it was still cool. Still wild game to say the least. So. All right. Well, there you go. House of Hame. We threw a few out at you. Appreciate you asking the question. Let's move it on now to Terrell Cooper, who asked the question. I got a question for both, fam. It goes like <laughs> this. This might be the hardest question for you to ever have. No one said life was easy. My question is, would you accept the charges back if it meant trading Justin Herbert to the Broncos? Don't hate me. Can't love you. Bye. Stewie. Uh, that was a really good Stewie. No, that's, that's a solid terrible. Stewie. No, no, what are you not. talking about? That was good. I liked Stop. it. Brian. Um, that was good. Brian. Okay. Well, I hate this question. Uh, yeah. So it's saying that if we would, we would we take the Chargers back in San Diego, but we don't get Justin Herbert. Right. And not even we don't get him. He goes to the freaking Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm already. I'm over the, the move I've from come San Diego. To, I've, yeah. I've come to terms. I wouldn't even trade Tillery in this scenario. I'm fine with them being the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm okay. I, I'm, there's, our stadium's gone. Qualcomm's gone. It's all gone. What about Trey, <laughs> Trey Pipkins? Would you trade Trey Pipkins to the Broncos? Uh, no, he's, he's developing well. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy trade, to be a Los I Angeles trade, I, love it. I would trade any player on our roster to get them back in San Diego. Even Justin Herbert. Even Justin Herbert. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah. wow, where you are. It's just, it's really different would. for us, Willie. We haven't lived no, in San I, Diego I in a I, long, long time. I just find that interesting because, I mean, it, it's... I have my stupid Padres hat on who suck all the time anyways, <laughs> and I still love them. So, I, I, I would have, a, I would rather have a shitty Charger team in San Diego than a good one in LA. Interesting. But here we are, and I'm still a fan. Right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I, I don't... Hey. To each his own. Exactly. Different strokes for different folks. Uh, Terrell Cooper, <laughs> thank you for asking the polarizing question. Let's move it on now to Zia King One, who asked the question. Yahoo! What is the first thing that you guys want to see happen this week for us? Yahoo! All right. Well, something, anything, like some bit of news would be awesome. Like whether it's. What happens this week? I, Tam- is I'm this seeing, when the I'm, tampering starts? Well, I'm seeing people getting extended. Are you seeing these contracts that are kind of happening? I've seen a no. couple. Yeah, there's been a couple players that have gotten extensions, or at least I I don't know that they can sign it until free agency starts per se. But, but there's at least an agreement they're coming out with place. the deals. Yeah, agreements are happening within house, I, like not from other teams or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't talk to anybody else. Right. Like be, Carolina and, and, kept their tight end, I think, is one of the one of the players. And they signed and, to him. They want to pay him a pretty good amount of money for his quality, which means all the other tight ends are going to make a lot more money than they were probably planning on. So That's very possible. Gusecki just went up. But I would say if this is just the case and we can come to an agreement with Derwin James this week, that'd be sweet. Lock him up. That'd yeah. be mine. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. It's just, I don't, he still has a whole year left on his deal. I don't think that's the pressing issue right now. I think that'll get done, but I don't think that's the need to get done right now. I, 
I don't know. I don't know. Like the more that free agency goes on, the more I don't know what to do about Mike Williams. Like I, I want him on the team, but there's so much talk about wide receivers and who we're going to draft and all this stuff that I'm like, I don't really know. I personally, what I want to see is I want them to come out and tell us what they're doing with Mike Williams. So I can pro- start to process what, what our team's going to look gonna like. It's not going to happen. Guy. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It didn't uh, say uh, what uh, realistically uh, Jay wants Use the magic happen. word. Uh, uh. <laughs> what I want is in the press conference that they have with Tom Telesco this week right. for them to be like, yeah, we're re-signing Mike Williams or we're moving on. Right. That, and if he does that, it's a smoke bomb because he's a ninja and they won't resign him and that'll be some leverage for something else. Ninja. Ninja. All right, I'm done talking. Didn't see me. Um, <laughs> I'm done talking. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just any bit of news, like are we keeping somebody... Because I, mean, I think it all has to be within house. So I think Mike Williams, you know, Der- Derwin James isn't a pressing issue, but if you want to get him at a lower dollar rate I think now would be the time as opposed to next season when he could blow it up um, well or even before all these other free agent safety start signing and then it just gets more and more expensive as they sign exactly so yeah some bit of news would be awesome I don't think we're necessarily particular on who but Mike Williams wouldn't wouldn't be bad just tell us what you're going to do with them just That's give us all. some info some info something just blink twice if it's let us be in. okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. three See times the King if, one. yeah Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to CD, who asked the question. What's a conspiracy theory you believe to be true? And also, what would be a conspiracy you'd like to start? Good hmm, question. Conspiracy theories. Fun. I think mine's easy. Mine's JFK. The grassy knoll. That's the conspiracy that I believe to be true. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, too easy. The magic bullet bullet theory doesn't work. I just watched like a four hour documentary on this, so it's fresh in my mind. So the magic bullet bullet theory is is what is it not is not possible. Down to the left. Yeah, down, down and to, to the, the left. left. Um, I don't know that I necessarily believe any conspiracy theories. I mean, some of them are just too out there, mm-hmm. like flat Earth. Yeah, I I can't believe that. Nah. No. <laughs> nah. Um. Well. I don't know. It, it, unless you've got one, Kyle, what what would be a conspiracy theory we'd like to start? I work with high school students, and they are they are convinced that pigeons aren't real. <laughs> what? It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They think that all pigeons, none of them are real. They're all like robotic birds that are being used by the government to for intel. High Swear school to God. kids. <laughs> This is what they think. <laughs> they have shirts that say pigeons aren't real. What? Yeah. And they legit believe it. it. Wow. Oh my Look God. All right. I'm starting a new conspiracy theory. Pigeons are real. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. That's crazy. I never heard huh. of that one. Interesting. Yeah. yeah birds that's... aren't birds aren't real. Maybe, maybe it's all birds. It's a this inside that <laughs> I just Googled it. Are pigeons real? The first thing that pops up. No, no, listen. The first thing that pops up is from the New York Times. And it says, birds aren't real. Or are they? Or are Inside they? a Gen Z conspiracy. Oh, wow. Man. All birds. Holy they don't believe all. Shit. I don't. We need to get out of our houses, guys. Go, go yeah. do something. <laughs> been something else. We're thinking too, too long. much. Yeah. We're just, we're, we're all stuck up in here. We need to go out there and 
yeah. do stuff. Play with the birds. <laughs> Toppins. Toppins. Shoot some birds. <laughs> Shoot a couple birds and you'll realize they're real. Yeah. Yeah. They, they go down. <laughs> well, it's hard. Let's they get, they get a... hit. It's like briefcase taco. <laughs> briefcase <laughs> taco. <laughs> Matrix glitches and they disappear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Disappear. Um, well, let's let's start a conspiracy theory. Like, you know, Dean Spanos is just two kids, you know, one standing on top of the other. You know, Derek Carr is a lady boy. Lady, lady, uh, lady boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's really lady, lady, lady boy. He really lady uses boy. Maybelline. Yeah, he's, he's not yes. born with it. It's Maybelline. His, <laughs> it, they need to. They the NFL needs to look into the um, eyeliner used by Derek Carr because it is enhancing. It's a performance his ability to see the field. Makeup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. performance enhancing makeup. It's a porn, performance enhancing drug. There you sure. go. All right. Well, there's a there's a few. There's CD. Apparently, we're birds aren't real. Who we? <laughs> <laughs> Thank Who you. Know? Who New York knew? Times wrote an article about it. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Senior Snappy, who asked the question. Crikey, mates! I resurfaced from a deep dive in Rivers Lake just in time to hear about what our quarterback has been up to. Let's pretend that Herbo says, "Fuck you, no more football." What other sports do you think he could conquer? Golf and basketball excluded. <laughs> Can't love your boy. Pitcher hand baseball. Baseball. I was gonna say yeah, baseball. He played baseball in high school. Right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he would. I think he if he sports. just did that. The the strength of his arm. He's throwing a Honda. Hundred percent. I think uh, volleyball. He could be pretty impressive at. Ooh, yeah. With his Very height. Tall. Yeah. His strong arm. Yes. I think he could. The spikes could be pretty real. Yeah. Off of Jay Herbo. I think a realistic thing he could probably take up curling in the off season. Get ready for the Olympics. I think you could take up curling in the offseason. <laughs> Have you seen our national curling team? <laughs> Professional broom ball, something of something like just that. Just like us. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just like, like us. <laughs> yeah, I could so, see him yeah. on a water polo team too. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Yeah. He's got that. I mean, especially with that flow. I mean, just imagine coming out of the water. Yeah, like comes out of the water. <laughs> just takes his cap. Takes his cap off. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. There you go. Yeah, he probably wouldn't even have to swim. He could just walk along the bottom of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Done. All right. Well, there you go, Senior Snappy. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kellen Smith, who asked the question. Now, if you were going through some hard times and you had the chance to get together with any Chargers to talk about it, who do you think would be the one that would give you the best advice on how to get through it? And to the Chiefs, I'll be seeing your Mahomes family at my boot camp ranch to hopefully teach them how to act like decent human beings. So Charger to get you through the hard times. Uh, something Somebody you could confide in and talk to. I think I'm going to go with somebody that Kevin actually interviewed recently, and it's Chris Rump. I don't like in hearing Kevin talk to him, he just seemed like a very personable, easy to talk to, someone you'd want to like get real with guy. Hmm. I also I like that. Take take a page out of that book. I'm going to go Braden Fajoko. Big right. family can most of the time, you know, can help with you know any family issues. He has some good. And if the hard time involves beating someone up, oh yeah, he's got, that's, he's got your got your, got that's your guy. guy. Yep. That's your guy. You know, I'll take a page out of that book too, and I'll say <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. You're welcome. I'll say uh, not uh, not for long. I'll say Austin Eckler because. <laughs> I think that guy has faced a lot of adversity, especially just... Wait, we interviewed Austin Eckler? 
We did. Captain did. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, still crazy Kyle to listen that. to the show. It I is still wild. Yeah. I still don't believe it. It is yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. It was a dream. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just dealing with people not believing in him, I think he's had to fight his way to get into that position. And yeah. I think if he's anybody's going to like, guy. yeah, he's going to inspire you. He's got the, he's, if you're following his Twitter, he's got like Motivational Monday where he'll tweet something yeah. out about trying to get people motivated. And I think if, if you're going to confide in anybody to get you through the hard times, I think that's your guy right now. Also, oh, three good you know, answers. Guys. An yeah. option. Oh, I didn't interview him, but Kyle did. Chase Daniel. He can kind of <laughs> walk you through how to deal with being in costumes, how it feels to be hot. Get you a beer afterwards. Uh, get you a beer afterwards. Yeah. You know. Sounds like you want me to help you. <laughs> I would call Kyle. I'll throw, on my, I'll throw on my Chase from Paw Patrol yeah. <laughs> and I'll talk you through anything. Can I talk you to need, Chase, please? Dude, is there like, any on. way you can get that head? We need to yeah, have yeah. it for the. We need you need to do a segment with that on. Okay, let's I do can't it. See out of it, but I could. I'll do. I'll give it a it shot. Sounds so right. excited to do it. Okay, I'll do it. Sure. I think PTSD from that head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, Kellen Smith. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Chris M, who asked the question. A question for the coach. I don't understand why our run defense is so bad. Joseph seems to be pretty stout. What are some things that could be addressed in the offseason to make the run defense better? Yeah, I think, honestly, go back and listen to our Braden Fajoko interview, Kevin, when Kevin talked to him. I thought he gave awesome insight into the difference be between being a one-gap player and a two-gap player on the defensive line. Hmm. Because that's what happens when you go from a 4-3 to a 3-4 Defensive linemen are no longer just, hey, I got this A gap. And if I, as long as I sit here, I did my job. Now it's a, if this lineman does this and he moves there, then I have to be able to get to this gap or I have to engage, read what's happening, get off the block and get to this gap. So it's just, it's just a lot more intricate. There's more going on. Um, you need, you need to be a little bit more athletic to be able to get off plays. And I don't think Limbaugh Joseph was the issue. I really don't. I thought he did a good job of being a nose tackle. He, he clogged up the middle, but then he, Running backs were able to cut and move off of what he did, mm. and there was no one else there to, to pick up the the issue. So I, I I don't think nose tackle is the big issue. I think we'll get a new nose tackle because Limbaugh is getting a little older. His contract's going to be pretty expensive if you want to keep him around. Right. So I think I do think they move on, but I think it's the defensive our defensive quote unquote defensive tackle defensive ends because um, those are the guys that it's just a much different position than what we had in the past. Mm -hmm. um, they have to be down inside of those tackles um, or head up with a tackle, taking them on and playing multiple gaps. So um, I think then I don't think Limbaugh Joseph was the issue. Um, I think it's, I think it's the, the, not the outside, the outside backers, but those defensive tackles slash defensive ends that we have in the three, four. Hmm. All right. So I think we're going to, our whole D line, whole defense is going to look different next year. He really will. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's what even, Tom Tusk, who's giving us nothing, has already kind of said that's where we're going to put our focus this offseason. So um, it's going to get better. Excellent. All right. Well, there's a little insight for you, Chris. Appreciate you asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daniel Llewellyn, who asked the question. Okay, 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 bro, chachos. So I'm like wondering if Coach wouldn't mind breaking down the differences in nose tackle Versus defensive tackle and Staley's Eagle, Pigeon, Falcon, Flamingo, Ostrich front. Because I'm like confused on which position we should prioritize in free agency versus draft and why. Okay, later on, dudes. 
All right. Nose tackle versus defensive tackle. What is what's the what's the diff? Yeah, so in our defense, both guys are are two gap players. Nose tackle lines up over the center. Defensive tackles are usually lined up over the guard slash inside shade of the tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a different body type. Nose tackles are bigger, um, stouter, taking on guard centers, whereas defensive tackles are a little bit more of a pass rush, um, a little bit more dynamic, a little bit quicker on their feet. Um, both are two gap players, but I, I think the D tackle is what we've what we have missed. So. I, I see us going after um, at least one defensive tackle that we know can play the position, has done it in a 3-4, maybe someone that um, coach is familiar with. Um, but That'd I also sweet. think, too, look, yeah, yeah. So I, I just think that familiarity, like I, coach has talked about how, like, look, this is the first time our defense has run any of this, and our players have come out and said, like, took us time to understand what we were doing. Uh, we're a win now. I I really hope that some of these connections that we make with guys that coach Staley has coached in the past, we start seeing those guys start to come in. So it's not a start from ground, like step one again with some of these guys. Yeah. We'll have to wait and find out, but good question, Daniel Wallen. Thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to, Hey guys, big fan here. Survive fresh. Who asked the question? <laughs> Who is your guy's least favorite team outside of the AFC West? For me, it was always the Steelers. But now that (laughs) Captain Fat F*** is gone, my uh, disdain is shifted towards the Rams. (laughs) I wish we could make this the episode title. (laughs) Captain Uh, Fat F***. Captain Fat F***. Um... So least favorite team, uh, I'll the say Patriots, Patriots have a special place in my heart yeah. of hatred. Yeah. I really hate the Patriots yeah. a lot. I, I think it's the Patriots. I don't know. I can't think of any other team that I like generally dislike or genuinely dislike. I we don't say. play them much, but man, the Cowboys are annoying as f- their fans suck, but they suck. Like, it's not like it's, I don't hate sucky teams. The Cowboys never do anything. <laughs> The Patriots are easy to hate because they you hear that nineties. You hear what he yeah. said there. You hear that? Nineties yeah. were a long. That was a good thirty years ago, oh, guys. Yeah. Facts. Birds were real back then. Um, <laughs> the Earth is round. Birds were real. It was a good. And JFK was really dead. <laughs> it was the time to be alive. <laughs> uh, we landed on the moon. Also for real. <laughs> for real. Um, yeah, I, I think the Patriots are are unanimously the the least favorite team of ours but uh hey i'll get it on that (laughs) hey guys big fan here thank you for asking the question love that name um let's move it on now to mr bill 541 who asked the question out of you three who's the funniest when intoxicated and uh and you must you must do an impression that you you've never done before better yet uh, how about uh, all three of you uh, do an impression of each other when they're drunk? I don't want to do this. I'm uh, scared. This could get bad. <laughs> this could get I don't me. Know. Who's the funniest? Who's the funniest? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin We're all gets pretty fiery. Kevin gets pretty angry. Kevin gets a little like, come Kevin on, guys. Confrontational. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think confrontational is the right word. It's not angry. It's just like, it's, uh, yeah. let's debate this. Like, let's talk this say? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get so, some uh, Adam of, some gets of my, pretty jolly. Adam is a pretty, jolly, a pretty jolly, jolly guy. Super yeah. jolly. Yeah. 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 I go with Adam. Because normally Adam Sober is very reserved and quiet and like observer. <laughs> but if he has a couple of drinks, he does get jolly and very funny. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. Some shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's game time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying Shotgun to impersonate coach. Like when you're drunk. I don't know that I've seen Kyle drunk. Oh, I have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I don't doubt that. You but have. usually I am too, so I don't often. remember it that well. Yeah, I have an ability to really keep my cool, like no matter what, to just lock it up. Right. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't ever get to that point, but I, I also It does like, when you yeah. get with me. We get <laughs> we, yeah. we, we when you and I are at the same level, it gets kind of fun ish. You guys final get a little physical Adam's with each answer. other. You probably like hit each yeah. other and yeah. smack Kevin, each other. Kevin wants to punch me and he like reverts back to 12 year old Kevin. You got to go back to like four seasons ago when we did this podcast. We were in Vegas doing one and I just <laughs> right. kept smacking Kevin Kyle just tried to face. keep eating me up. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not an aggressive mean guy when I'm drunk. I, I am pretty fun to be around. You Don't are very fun to be assholes. around, but you, you can't say you're not confrontational. Like you're, you, you will bring up topics knowing that it's going to be <laughs> confrontational. I can remember. Sure. I can remember sure, when we sure, sure. when we lived together back in the I think it was the North Holly the Cowenga house. Maybe yeah. when pigeons were real. Back, yeah, the, back when pigeons the, were real. The house that had the backyard, and I can remember you were like, "Let's wrestle." And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "No, dude, you're gonna win." You're like, "No, come on, it'll be fun." And I'm like, "Fine, <laughs> it'll be fun for you." And then like you just immediately like boom, you just take me down, and I'm like, I'm like tapping everything. I'm Double like, leg. no. I'm done. I think that was when I just learned how to. I just started jujitsu. Oh yeah, you did a little jujitsu back <laughs> yeah. in college. Like, yeah. We're the yeah, backyard in an bar. And I was like, no. We just played Stop. Edward forty hands. Let's Kevin wrestle. Had, Kevin had his first class of jujitsu. <laughs> he goes home. He sees Adam. He's like, let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. I'm ready. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. And by wrestle, I'm gonna try and choke you out. Oh God, I love it. Good times. That was <laughs> there you like go. twenty years ago, dude. I know that was a long time ago, buddy. Um, all right, Mr. Bill five four one. Thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Good one. Let's move on now to Rub Interesting three four six five. Certified. Rush. <laughs> Ask the question. <laughs> there has been a lot of chatter <laughs> about TT and how he hasn't provided the Chargers with a depth and playoff victories. How influential is the ownership and how we go about free agent spending? It seems we never really go for it in free agency. Is that just TT's way or do we have a very frugal ownership? Hmm? I'd be curious to see when the last time we like were at the cat, like the, we did, we spent all the money we had. You know what I mean? I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's easy for us yeah. Our ownership is just very frugal. I mean, it's yeah. not only in Tom Telesco's tenure that we don't go after big time free agents. I mean, for as long as I can remember, we never even re-signed our big time free agents. We let LT go to the Jets, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. We let Junior Seau go to the Dolphins. We let Rodney Harrison go to the Patriots. These guys went on to win Super Bowls after playing, after we let them go. That's not all like right. we're Tom Telesco's all of a sudden a super frugal guy. I think. What he's learned from the Colts is you you build your team through the draft. 
Mm-hmm. But there's time. There's a time and a place to go after it. Right. And uh, the Chargers have just never, ever, ever done that. Yeah. It, so I don't. I don't think it's specifically to Tom Telesco. I think if the ownership came to Tom Telesco and they said, "Look, you need to be more aggressive." Right. He You've would. got money. Spend it. Right. He would. But they're they're not. They're not doing that. And that's not his natural tendency and belief. So you have two. You have two forces: the ownership and the general manager, both the same philosophy. I don't see a drastic overhaul. The the best thing that probably could have happened for the Chargers is the Ram winning the Super Bowl. Because now Spano sees his investment as a, wow, we might be losing LA. We need to go try to win a lot of games right now. That's, that, like, that's, that's the only way you could see that in a positive light. We are the shamelessly positive podcast. So I'm going to try like to that, spin though. the Rams winning the Super Bowl to our positive. Like, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I just, I don't think it's, Tom Telesco is generally conservative, but I think it's because our ownership doesn't want to spend money. Mm-hmm. Well, and they got a lot of court dates coming up, so... Gotta be careful there. They got a lot of relatives coming after all yeah. the money. So might as well spend it while you got it. Don't give it to them. Yeah, before you lose the team. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Rub interesting three, four, six, five. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Soulless Bolt Fan. Certified oh, Fresh. Soulless. We got a lot of new faces this, this episode. This is awesome. This Off-season shit. new fans? Let's, Let's go. go. Here we go. Soulless Bolt Fan. Got a question. It goes like this. Good day to you, lads. No, not to you, Raider fans. Heard you wished and go play tag in a busy interstate so you know what Carr feels like when he gets rushed by Bosa. Curl up and cry. <laughs> a new NFL rule is released that requires every NFL team to add one movie martial artist to their team. <laughs> Who is your pick for the Bolts? The correct answer, since you obviously get this wrong, is Bruce Lee. His agility <laughs> and explosive speed would make him impossible to cover. Broken ankles, bitches. P.S. Any special powers do not count. Looking at you, old dog, Sing has to remain in Kung Fu Hustle fantasy land. <laughs> It's the worst Sean Connery impression. Every new fan wants me to do Sean Connery, and I'm so <laughs> bad at it. Um, all I got, right, I got, so I got, I'm going to IMDb. First I of all, exactly who I want. I love that you mentioned Sing from Kung Fu Hustle. I don't know if it, if I must have had Kung Fu Hustle poster in the background or something, but thank you for noticing that. That's D- my favorite damn does movie. Does Poe from Kung Fu Panda count? Ooh, nice pull. <laughs> I like it. Little Jack Black Panda. <laughs> Get a panda on, on the, the team. I am all about comic it. Relief. For sure. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Chuck Norris because I think he could play any position on the field. Ah, nice. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Norris at, at, at sa- a strong safety? Come on. Yes. He'll be roundhouse Ooh. kicking people Ooh. to death. All I right. like it. Go with me. Um, his name is Chong Lee. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you ever seen the film Blood Crouching Sport? Crouching Tiger. Have you ever uh, seen the film Bloodsport? The yeah, bad yeah, guy, yeah. the final oh, the boss big guy. in Bloodsport. Uh, the guy that like yoked. flexes his yeah, tits his... at the end and beats everybody <laughs> up. And, like, <laughs> yeah, like that guy. Because I yeah. think he could actually, you know, kick some ass. Like properly yeah. kick some ass. Not like mm. movie kick some ass. Like ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Like <laughs> like what? <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, there's a clip right there that has to go in our intro. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Okay. We okay, will. What's yours? Who's yours, Adam? Who's ah, yours? God. Um, 
I don't I, not Jackie Chan because I, I I think there could be a lot of trickery going on, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's quite the move. Yeah, um, if there was staged choreography, definitely Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's yeah. if there's some real theatrics, life, real life fight. I don't know. I changed yeah, my real Chris, life. Chris Farley, Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> The Chargers pretty much are the Beverly Hills Ninjas. With Tommy. Tommy T is the Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Farley, Beverly Hills Ninja. I, I can't give an answer that's better than that. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean to. I just said No, happened. that's that's the best that's the best answer you could possibly give. I was gonna say Donnie Yen, but like, no, Chris Farley, please. Yeah. All day yeah. long. <laughs> All day long. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Soulless Bolt fan. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining for asking us. Asking the great question. Yeah. Um, let's move it on now to Bellyful of Swans, who asked the question. Telesco's big board was wildly different than everybody else's last season, resulting in third round selections of fourth string wide receivers and tight ends while counting on Bulaga to play 17 games healthy in a COVID year. Brandon Staley was brought in to be a defensive guru, but had one of the worst defensive grades in the league with future Hall of Famers like Bosa and James on the roster. This happened in a year where both Mike Williams and Derwin James balled out and played full seasons. If we are staying hopelessly positive, are we enabling a GM to run amok with bad results and no pushback through the tenure of three underachieving coaches? Do we continue to treat Staley like a defensive guru if he requires his guys in his scheme and four pro bowlers on that side of the ball to see results? I'd say I'm asking for a friend, but we all know I don't have any friends. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Belly full of belly full swans. of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Fiery <laughs> swans. Belly full of white dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, Step Brothers is a great movie. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So, what's the question in here? It's do we we all hate Tommy T? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's layered. It's it's, a, it's layered. It, it's it's layered. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on here. So it's. I think you know, the one I'm taking the most out of is like the defense. Like Staley's defense. He should have been good with the defense where they had Hall of Famers. Had, yeah. Did but we have we. We had enough that if he was a yeah. guru, he sh we should have been better than we That's, were. That's, I right. think, the sentiment that he's said. Yeah. 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 I think, I don't know, like, I, 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 I totally understand. Like, I get it. We have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. I thought we could have been better than we were for sure. We all would have thought that, yeah. Yeah, I... I we are shamelessly positive, and I will continue to hold on to that because that's how I enjoy being a fan. Right. But um, I think that he was, this is a first-time head coach. Right. He's right. been a defensive coordinator one year. And yeah, he had a pretty stacked team that just went and won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that takes away from him being a good coach. I just think that even if you look at the Broncos, like with Vic Fangio, all star stud, you would consider him a guru because he's proven it. What does he what did he do in his tenure as a head coach? He only brought in big time defensive defensive players over and over and over again. Those were his free agents. That's that's what they went after in the draft. They they drafted cornerbacks in the first round. And like, that's how that's just because that's your philosophy. And I think that that's what's going to get to. You have to have your guys. What You have to have your guys to run your scheme. I, I don't think that that's a, a cop out. Mm. Um, I, I think we all expected more. Um, but I think we're willing to have some grace being that he was a first year in our system. First year that our players were there. 
Um, we had opportunities to play better and some guys just underperformed for whatever reason. But I think going into this next year, we'll be able to really see a year of getting his free agents that he wants going through a draft where he got to kind of pick and choose. He got to got, get rid of, we have a lot of free agents he's going to get rid of. Yep. So he's, this is really going to be the year where it's like, yeah, are you a guru? Or are you not? Let's see. Let's, yeah. let's prove his in the pudding. Right. 100%. Yeah, it, it's his opportunity to get the guys, you know, whether it's through free agency or whether it's draft picks or, or any of that situation. It's, this is the year to do it. Last year, you've got leftover guys from the previous regime. And like you were just saying, and we were talking about the different uh, positions on the defensive line, it's like the guys were saying like, yeah, this is going to take some time to get used to as opposed to just tackling the one gap. Now I've got to tackle two gaps. And if this guy does this, I have to do this. Like there's a lot more mentality to the game, which isn't a bad thing, obviously, but it takes some getting used to. There's some growing pains that go along with that. So if you get the guy that, understands that better than the previous regime, then yeah, I think you're going to have a better performance out of that team. So um, I, I think, you know, looking at it in that respect, you're asking the, the team a lot to change their complete, not just the way they play, but their mindset. Like I can only imagine you're, you're playing in a stadium full of people and now I've got to think differently. I've got to like process movements and, and, plays differently like that seems like you're asking a lot of that team so yeah it doesn't mean that we wanted them to not perform well it was just yeah you know what it, it's a growing pain of a of a first year coach and let's let's see what happens this next year this is this is the time to now really get judgy if we're gonna if we're gonna do yeah. that so yeah. um Agreed. all right belly full of swans thank you Good for question. asking the fiery question let's move it on now to 33 cheese balls who asked the question? If the NFL went through a complete <laughs> roster swap such that the entire Raiders roster swapped with the Chargers roster, would you then become a Raiders fan or remain a Chargers fan? Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> I what hated a that. request. What a request. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Can you he do asked this for a dolphin. Of so. a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. So that's how I imagine they would sound. <laughs> I'd love to hey, hear your dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good on you, Adam, for giving it a shot. Yeah, I, I would have been like, call it 32 try. cheese balls, go <laughs> kick rocks. I'm not doing a dolphin. <laughs> Here's my dolphin. <laughs> yeah. It goes like, it sounds like this. Uh, <laughs> that was a good dolphin. I respect that. That was a great dolphin. All right. Man. Well, I hate this hypothetical of. No, I would still a be a Charger roster. fan. Oh, how there's like three quarters of the Raiders <laughs> roster or old ex Chargers. I don't think it would be that shocking. <laughs> but you'd have Derek, Derek Carr, Carr. Derek Carr would take some time. <laughs> that would take some time <laughs> to get used to. But yeah, yeah, that would be a little bit crappy. Oh, but God, yeah, I could not. I the, just the the black and silver. There's no way I could possibly support that. Maybe I just pick a whole brand new team. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I no. I would be. I would just stick with the Chargers and suck it up. And in ten years, it'll be a whole new roster, anyways. And then we can move on. That's that's my final answer. Okay. I, I stayed with them leaving San Diego. Like right, I still right, right. get crap about that. This There's hypothetical no swap that, ain't got shit. <laughs> nothing. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like this is, going from San Diego to L.A. is way harder than just changing rosters and everything else stays the same. <sighs> for me it'd be yeah, too yeah, hard yeah. like no. honestly the herbert to car thing would just be like i might throw up like but cars every a free day agent after next year we only have them for one year and then we just 
all sign a petition. What if they give don't... them a big contract? No, 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 no. Um, boy, if it if it happened like that, where we had the experience of the team that we have, and then they switch, that would be really tough. If it could just be a world where, like, we just had the Raiders players in Chargers uniforms the whole time. That would be an easier pill to swallow because then you just you wouldn't know any other different. But yeah, like but ten years ago, we were fans of the Chargers and we didn't have any of the players that we have now. You just develop those relationships. Ten over... years is a long time, <laughs> Five years. Most of them were not there five years ago. That's true. It was like Keenan. Right, right, right. Keenan and Bosa. All right, let's see a Charger fan. Thank you. Final Good answer. Right. Yeah. Good answer. I I do it for you, Kyle. <laughs> all right 33 cheese balls thank you for asking there's a lot of tough hypotheticals out there to this episode this is great um all right well let's go out of ask bolt fan with our old favorite jeebs the day silent who asked the question jeebs is our closer he is he he takes (laughs) us out always closing i am cornholio i need tv for my bunghole yeah (laughs) shut up beavis <laughs> you sound like an idiot. <laughs> this podcast is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, way better than that other shit one. <laughs> what do you expect, Beavis? It was about the whack ass Raiders. <laughs> yeah, stupid ass, motherfucking ass, dumbass, shit ass Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Beavis. I hate them too, but fuck. <laughs> But let's ask these guys a question. Yeah, yeah. Ask them. Ask them. How are babies made? (laughs) Shut the up, Beavis. Jesus. All this hate on TT going around. We have a top heavy team, but our depth is scary bad. (laughs) <laughs> Shouldn't some blame be put on our scouts? Do GMs do their own scouting? Is this a dumb question? <laughs> he does have the final say, but how much blame, if any, should be put on scouts? AJ Smith is really to blame for everything. Just say it. <laughs> That's it for now. Maybe a more riveting question next time. Good to have you boys back. Bolt the f- up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And f- the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. F- the Raiders. <laughs> K, love you. Bye. Beavis and Butthead. Classic. Yeah, classic. Beavis the silent D strikes again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so, hey, here's somebody new to blame. The Scouts. (laughs) It's their fault. (laughs) I like like the twist, Jeeves. It's not Tommy T's fault. It's just fire all the Scouts. It's not Tommy's fault. It's the Scouts' fault. Who else we got? Let's dig deeper. Let's find out whose fault this is. No, it's... I mean, okay, so let's take the question seriously. Like, how much credence... Do like how much sway do the scouts have when it comes to picking players or signing free agents or anything like that? Like it's their job to yeah look at talent and decipher you you know, what they're good at, what they're bad at. You got to project, project. What yeah, you got to look be. into a freaking crystal ball 
and figure you out. Yeah, it's Trey the Pipkins, guy. these mofos. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Have you ever seen Moneyball? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Great yeah, Brad Pitt just fires those scouts like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like 75, too. Yeah. Right. Get out. You're out. All right. You don't like what I'm doing? Get out. I feel like that's how that's what it's like. Right. Like it, Tommy T is the mastermind behind all of it. Mm-hmm. He has these guys going out and getting info and coming back. But if he doesn't like something, he's still not going to draft him. He, he's going to get eyes on whatever that tape is and spend time looking and listening to interviews and so on and so forth. So. At the end of the day, he, he's, the, he's the man at the top. He's the one that gets chopped if things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I barely know enough to say I don't like Tommy T. I, I can't start attacking scouts that <laughs> don't even know their names. I'm, I'm just a scout. <laughs> I'm curious which scout was the one that was like, you know what? Trey Pipkins. You might want to okay. swing for the fences on this Trey okay. Pipkins fellow. Hear me out. Hear me <laughs> he out. He got fired two years ago, and now he's <laughs> sitting at home in his, in his lazy boy like, I told you. I told you guys. <laughs> Knew it all along. Three years, but it I would told you off. Pipkins was a hey, pup. But he's, a one, a he's a one contract. When he's done with that contract, he'll be ready to play. Yeah. He'll be ready to play. I, I, see, I see the guy that, that was the scout for Trey Pipkins as the the like really, really swampy guy from Waterboy. You don't know what he's saying. You can't understand what we're talking about. That's the guy that scouted Trey Pipkins. 100%. 100%. Uh, so we don't know <laughs> bottom <laughs> to, line to sum it up we don't know just blame them all until <laughs> but, we win a Super Bowl blame everyone blame everyone just, <laughs> about yeah. everything kill them all let God sort them out <laughs> that's right um, <laughs> put the women and children to bed and go hunt for dinner <laughs> there you go all but, right thank you Jeeves for asking the question and thank you everybody for asking questions this episode this was fun uh, it's off season, so the wackier the question, the more we laugh, and we <laughs> love it. So, um, all right. Well, any any bolt predictions? Any 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 thoughts going into this next week? I think Thursday there's going to be a combine. That, oh, underwear Olympics. Yeah, and I think if I'm looking at it right, we're going to see. Oh yeah, uh, thurs, Thursday is tight ends. I think we're going to find a cool tight end. Ooh. Okay. Or at least some we're gonna come out of the combine and be like, ooh, that should be who we get. I <laughs> think charge push our chips like, in with this guy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kev's gonna get real excited about someone and we're not gonna draft him for sure. <laughs> Bet your ass. All right. That's a bold <laughs> prediction, Kyle. We'll see if it pays off. Uh all right. That's gonna do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Go to prom with me. K love you bye. K love you bye. K love you bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you a weakling? Do you like blood? Wish you could make your titties bounce? Then sign up today for Chong Lee's Dojo. We'll teach you how to kick some ass. Like properly kick some ass. Not like movie kick some ass. Like ass. Chong Lee's Dojo. Make them titties bounce. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.